welcome to the Six Degrees of John Keel podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Fisher. Tonight, I am speaking with an experiencer, Deb Fate Mental. The second name is two, two names. It's hyphenated. And it is a real name. It's a real set of names. And she wrote to me after I talked with Mike Cleland, and we've been talking back and forth in email, and she decided to come and talk with us. Hi, Deb. How you doing? Good. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. Awesome. So you can start where you want to. Um, okay. And, you know, if you ever, like, have to dive backwards and tell something else to go forwards, don't worry about it. People will follow along just fine. All righty. Um, so I kind of started at the beginning. Um, I grew up in Northeastern Ohio. So okay. another Ohio girl. I, I live in Massachusetts now. I've lived here since the late, like actually the, Oh, the early nineties. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, so I grew up on a farm in, in Northeastern Ohio. Um, in a house that was not, it was kind of sort of haunted. I, I feel more like, we were haunted rather than the house is haunted because the house was new and we lived next door to my grandparents. Their house was very haunted. Um, so I have a lot of experiences starting from like a little kid, like eight or nine years old. Um, and then they kept going for quite a long time until I want to say like high school, college, young adulthood, everything kind of stopped for a while. And then mm -hmm. it got really crazy. Once I had, um, I have two kids. Once the second kid was born and things like that, that was like not quite insanity, but everything happened like at a really fast clip. Like I had a lot of like things just like es escalated, but I'll kind of start at the beginning. So um, when I say like my parents' house was haunted, we would hear like a lot of noises, but they would be odd. Like we would one of the things that happened is my grandparents would go to Florida in the winter. So their house next door would be empty. And this is kind of important because anything that happened would happen in the winter. It would sound like someone had come over from their house um, onto our front porch, stomp their feet. And that was it. It would happen. It would happen a lot at night. Usually um, oftentimes when it had snowed in the winter, go out and look, you know, there's no footprints. So it started stuff like that. Um, and I remember one particular, like, Christmas Eve, we'd had the family over. I must have been pretty small, like, six, seven, eight, like, like little kid. And my mom's cousin was there and her family. She was married to this guy from West Virginia, big dude, where, you know, <clears throat> where in Northeastern Ohio, a lot of us were, you know, the families, the, the men would work the auto plants. She's, you know, who worked the auto plant guy, not scared of anything. You go hunting, you know. Um, they had parked their car over at my grandparents' house in, in their driveway. And of course it started to snow. He goes over, he's like, I go get the car, you know, for pick up my, my mom's cousin and, and her kids and stuff. He comes back in white as a sheep, white as a sheep. Um, because when he went over there, the car had been moved up like 20 feet in the driveway. Oh yeah. In the snow, right. So there's tracks. So there's like, you know, see where he pulled in. There's no tracks. And then there's the car and there's tracks from my grandparents' house from the front steps to the car. Oh, Oh yeah. No. Yeah. So this is a cat. Mm. 
And that was the West Virginia boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no. We, yeah, 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 we know. We yeah. know. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, us Appalachian people are like, mm-mm, that's a haint. Mm-mm, ain't yeah, playing yeah, with yeah. that. Mm. And that's, that's like, that's where my, my maternal grandmother was from down by Athens. So, yeah. So their house was super creepy. It had actually been moved from the next town over. So my great-grandfather moved houses. That was um, his profession, he moved houses. So... Um, I was never sure if what was in that house was him, because I know he died in that house, um, or someone or something else. Um, so we would have other spooky things happen in that house. Like uh, sometimes if we'd run out of stuff in the winter, like baking stuff, my mom would send one of us kids over because, you know, she wasn't going over there <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in an empty house. <laughs> with the kids Mm-mm. over <laughs> I mean you should leave me the stupid one to go right I'm not afraid of that um you know farm kids were you know you grew up tough I've I only had brothers so I had to be just tougher than they were you, you know right like like that so I take once the one time I go over there and I we um had a Samoyed dog you know kind of like a big white husky Mm-hmm. And he loved to go over there because every time he went over there, he would get all kinds of treats. So in the summer when my grandparents were home, if he got loose out of our yard, you know, we know we would know where to find him. He'd be over there yeah. getting treats. So I take him over there with me and he's cool. He's cool going over there until we got about, um, they had a concrete walkway from the garage said, um, the, you know, detached house because their house was built in the 1800s. So they had, um, walkway coming up to the side of the house. We get on the walkway and he's like, no. I'm not going in there. No. He's a big dog, too. He weighed like 100 pounds. He would not go in. I had to, like, drag him in the house. And he's whining the entire time. I had to get, like, cinnamon or something. So he's in there whining. and like, totally. I don't know what was in there. And I suppose I could probably look now, you know, and figure it out. But it was like something was behind me, breathing down the back of my neck. The hairs in the back of my neck were all up. And I just couldn't get wait to get out of there. Let me get cinnamon and let me run out. Right. So <laughs> that was some of my like younger year experiences with like house and ghost stuff. Um, and that was like, I don't want to be like the more normal experiences, but yeah, a little bit. Um, I can remember another time too being on, on the farm, you know, as farm kids, you got to work on the farm like all the time. You know? Oh you know, yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't get out of it. Um, so it was out, I think we'd been clearing, um, fence rows again. So we're out on the track, we're out on the, um, in the wagon going back to the house. And my parents had a small farm is only 30 acres, which like up here in new England, that's like from Massachusetts, that's a big farm, but you know, yeah. Like, uh, out in Ohio, that's not a big farm. So it was a pretty small farm. So I'm sitting at the edge of the wagon. So I'm looking, you know, back tractors going forwards i'm looking backwards and our farm abutted another field another farm there's a big fence row tall trees you know all the brush that we had kind of thinned out thinned out a little bit and then there was an opening so to go from one field to the other and i'm just sitting there riding going back to the house and i can see this is big oak tree and this thing peeks out from the oak tree and i was like whoa what and you know you you go what and you blink really hard and it's gone 
Mm-hmm. And at that time, as a kid, the only thing I could think of was maybe it was a Bigfoot. Because about this time, it's like in the 70s, um, a legend of Boggy Creek had come out, you know, so that mm-hmm. we all just know Bigfoot. But now, after doing a lot of the kind of stuff I've done, it's just studied, you know, I'm an herbalist, and I've, I've been an herbalist for well, over a decade now. Um, and I've had other kind of like plant spirit interaction kind of stuff. I kind of wonder now if that was a tree spirit mm-hmm. watching us. Because um, of all the kids, I'd be the one who would go back in the fields by myself really quietly, sit there and watch the deer, sit there and hang out with the trees, sit under the elderberry trees and, and stuff by myself. So I'm sure, you know. They were watching me as a kid doing mm-hmm. this stuff. It wasn't just banging around on a four-wheeler and stuff like that, like my brothers were. So so that was kind of a cool experience. I look back now, and I'm like, that was a really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that was really cool. And I think about that still sometimes now. So that was the kind of stuff I would experience as a kid. Um and, and of course, just, you know, say anything, say anything to anybody else in the family. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was, was like a no, no. Um, which now I'm like, that was really a shame because as a kid experiencing all these things, knowing what was going on, you know, there's a level of psychic ability that I think a lot of us have who experience this stuff and we're told to cover it up. Yeah. 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 So, um, so one of the things that I kind of developed happened over time is that when I used to be able to see stuff like that when I was a kid, I don't see things anymore. It's this stuff that I experience now, although I do see like actually for real see things sometimes. A lot of it's like feelings and knowings. And then mm-hmm. after I got trained to be an herbalist in my like late 30s, then I did psychic training and I've done shamanic training. So now I have like this little toolbox of stuff to see right. things with. So that's really helpful. Um, and because it works as a shamanic practitioner now, I, 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 you know, especially if I work with someone who has young kids who are seeing stuff, I'm like, you don't have to make a big deal about it, but you don't want to poo-poo what they see. Right. You know, you know if they see it, they see it. And yeah. So, um, but it's through there in Ohio. My brother now lives in my grandparents' old house. And they still have, like, he and his family still have experiences in there. So that still kind of is kind of going on. Um, a lot of the stuff they see now are things like lights in the bedrooms and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think they little have, Little bouncing lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think they have, like, and I know they have, like, they have more of, like, a level of fey activity than I would consider, um, like, ghost hauntings there now. Right. So... Because I know for a while we we thought it was my great grandfather was haunting the place, but I don't I don't think he is anymore. Um, I think he's I think he's I think he's actually finally at rest, so that's cool. Yeah, but there was a lot of other things that went on in the house too that were just weird. Rude stains would appear when no one had been there for a while, like you know. Mm, stuff like that. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, they had the haunted mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. at your grandparents' house, there's a creepy mirror. You're like, okay, grandma, I don't know why you have that there. And that actually ended up at my house. And my mom brought it 
when they came up to visit me one time, and I was just like, thanks. Thanks. Out in the garage. I was about to say, is it in the attic now? Turn to the wall. Oh my God. It's like, I think, I think we threw it out. I was like, my husband stopped by it in the garage one time after I'd put it out there. He's like, do you want this? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Take that out. Well, I don't some know things what, that you, but... that you get from your family are not treasures. Nope. Some things are just not treasures. They are not. I was like, oh, no, uh, uh, uh. And I have a couple old mirrors. I'm like, they're fine. This one, I don't know what that mirror is. It's out of here. Mm-mm. Bye. Yep. <laughs> so creepy. <sighs> oh, so, um, but once I kind of got like into like middle school, high school, and college, I didn't have a lot, a lot of stuff happen. Um, but I was perpetually that person, and you walk under the, you know, the lamp, the, the lamp post, drive under the big street light, and the light turns off. I'm like that person, right? Yeah. Still, yeah. Can't wear a watch, you know. Yep. Yep, 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 that kind of thing. I have a um, fully mechanical watch now. I can't have any crystals in it. And even that's like, it's either <laughs> slow or worse, runs really fast. Yeah. 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 I, I mess up watches. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Um, so, there's, so there's like that period where, I don't know if it was because I was busy, um, but I just didn't experience a lot of stuff. And like I moved up here to Massachusetts, I guess because it was like my life was just like really busy. And then I had like a really normal job that was like not awesome for me. Um, and that in that whole period it was just like nothing really happened. We moved, we moved, you know, I got married, moved to a house, you know, bought a house, all that kind of stuff. And nothing really happened for years and years and years until I had my kids. Um, once I had both my kids, and things really started happening again, um, all the time. And at, at the time, stuff would happen. I I didn't know what it was because I just had you know. Um, I think it about started about when I started my herbal training, and one of my girls, like my youngest girl, was like she's in college. They're both in college now. She must have been like two and a half, three years old, and she, every night. She would get a fairy lock in her hair every day and brush it out. I mean, I brushed it out right before she'd go to bed every night. She'd get a fairy lock in her hair. And I, I didn't know it. Like, I know what it is now. And I know it at the time. And I'd be like, what are you doing to yourself at night, kid? I think in my head, you know, try to get it out. It was just like just one right down the back center of her head. And oh, really? Yeah. That's that's where mine always happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's just weird. And she has like, po- this kid has like poker straight hair. You know, not the kind yeah, of hair. Yeah, I did when I was a kid too. Yeah. Not like curly. That's like going to get matted. It, and, you know, but now I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So so where we live now here in Massachusetts, um, we looked, my husband and I looked all over, um, and uh, like we live in central Massachusetts, so we kind of looked north and south, up and down central Massachusetts to buy a house. Because at the time, it was like you know we're having one of those big housing booms here, so everything was really expensive. Um, and there was a couple places that we would go up more towards the center, like the smack middle center of the state. There's a couple big mountains. Um, yeah, Mount Wachusett, and then there's um, Lemonster State Forest next to it, which at the time. I had no I, I, idea about what's now. It's, I think it's 
not quite like one of those it's a window area um we have like the bridgewater triangle yep. south and east of here this is it's not exactly a triangle but you could probably be like it's a lemonster triangle um, but every time we'd go up there and look at the houses i'd be like this house is great we can't live here <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> wow this is really cool. no no i just and and i had no idea like i recently found that out oh that's why i couldn't live up there that would have made me insane right um, and there had been a lot of, uh, a couple of spots, a couple of houses we looked at had been King, big battles where King Philip's war was fought. And then a, a yeah. lot of people don't know about King Philip's war happened before the revolutionary war and down in this area too. But for some reason, like the echoes of it were much worse up there. I don't know if it was because there's bigger, there's, you know, the rock formations are bigger. I don't know. Um, so we ended up like where we live now down like more South central mass and i kind of live not exactly out in the woods but there's uh we have about three acres on our property most of it is woods um and so we have a lot of animals here and stuff now which is cool it's, you know so i'm real familiar with animal sounds and, and all that kind of stuff um and part of what i think is here is there's a lot of fate around as well this is kind of where i'm going with that i'm like where am i going with this so, so back when my kids were really little, kids would get like, just the one kid, one, one kid got like, she's like, nothing, I don't want to be like, nothing happens to her because things would happen sometimes. But the um, Faylock kid was like, um, super creative kid, mm -hmm. art, poetry, dance this is actually in college for artistic stuff. So they seem to single her out and she would hear stuff in her bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, the, you know, the little, like, um, little, we should describe them as like little gnomes were in her room one night. And still, I'm like, not quite knowing what's going on yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um, but then as they began to do things like study to be an herbalist, that, that, that kind of made it worse. Right. Yeah. You know, they know because you're starting to pay attention. Part of my, I didn't do like at the, you know, this is like back early, early 2000s. So to study for an herbalist, to be an herbalist, you're either really going to college again online or you take an apprenticeship with like, you know, like a wise woman herbalist. Right. So mm -hmm. I had, I was tired of being in college because I have a master's degree too in business, whatever. <laughs> <It's> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, seemed like a good idea at the time then promptly i was like why do i have this this is not good for me <laughs> <laughs> so so i decided no i'm gonna do i want to do a traditional apprenticeship and so that's what i did um with with two like kind of like two different herbalists one was mostly like back then <laughs> correspondence course because this is before you could do like real classes on the internet like like now um, yeah. and one of these assignments was you had to pick a plant and sit with it every day and meditate with it every day for like six weeks. Nice. Yeah, which is cool. But then everything outside knows this. this yeah, this is you're, what's going on. You're up to something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. This it's one's like doing big, something here. Yeah. This, it's this like is, a big this beacon, is our like, territory. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was already outside a lot because like to be inside, kids were always outside. You know, I had a garden. I was already growing things. So it's like, all right. Um, 
so that like stepped things up to like kind of like another level and and that's when we started at the same time this is kind of flunky because we started doing 18th century reenactment let's just be a ghost attractant deb <laughs> I, I, yeah i'm like oh lordy you're gonna have right. the minute men at your house <laughs> oh so we would do like things with like we would bring stuff home with us so yeah um yeah um at this time i'm doing like you know by the time this stuff is really current, I'm in like shamanic training. So I have an idea because I ended up going to shamanic training because crap, you know, because crap really started to happen. And I was, what? It, uh, and I also have a degree in anthropology. So I had an idea of what was going on. This is like, right. Yeah. Right. Like, what? Oh, you know, I had taken classes on this. I'm like, what? Oh, that's what's happening. Oh, this, this is great. Kind of, but. <laughs> It was okay, so it all worked out, but some of the really weird stuff that would happen, um, I think the last episode of your podcast I listened to, you had uh, this fellow named Drew on, and he reminded yes. me of something, because the same thing happened to me. I was laying in bed one night, and you know, I had, like, had both kids, I think it's this, by this time I was doing my herbal training, and I hadn't started my shamanic training yet, and I, I'm not quite asleep. And I can feel something come in the room and try to get into the top of my head. Like it felt like it was screwing itself into the top of my head. And, and, and am I allowed to swear? A little bit, yeah. Okay, okay. So I was like, don't worry about it too much. What? What the F? You effing get out of my body right now. I was like so indescribably angry. I was like, don't you dare. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know I had that it in me to that to come out of and it's whatever it was it stopped and it left good but i was like laying there for a while going like what did i just do f was that and i and also i, I got it to leave yeah <laughs> um, that was that's awesome <laughs> it's like oh okay um that was and i still i'm like i don't know i don't know what that was Again, I can probably find out, but I was like, what was that? Um, you know, that was really creepy feeling. I did not sleep for a long time after that. I think I finally fell asleep. Um, but I was just like, what the, right. Um, so shortly after that, then I get into weird stuff, like weird crap that happens in your dreams that affects real life. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. always exciting. Yeah, and it's exciting, it's weird and scary and what had happened was all of a sudden my girls were having um, nightmares. They had not had nightmares before. They would both wake up in the middle of the night at the same time, terrified. Um, hmm. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what's good. Like nothing had changed, you know, um, we homeschooled. So it's not like one of them had started school or anything like that. And then I, one night I have this dream where I, I'm in, I'm in my neighborhood and I'm hunting this thing. That is, and I know in my head, it's like, it's the nightmare creature. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I'm hunting this nightmare creature. I'm standing in front of my kids in my dream, like in their bed, and like looking out the window, and I could see it coming. Like, and it's like scaring the whole, it's like, after all the kids in the neighborhood, I'm like, oh, okay. But still, I'm like, this is just a dream. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go out, and yeah, this is just a dream, right? I'm going to go out and fight it. And I so I 
go out on the street and I'm standing in front of it and it's big black ball of energy with eyes and teeth and claws. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so, you know, I, I know I can fight it. Like, it's, it's going to hurt. <laughs> right? I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, this is like, this incredible. Like, I'm not like a pro at lucid dreaming. I'd never done lucid dreaming. Right. Up, I like, I kind of knew what it was, but I'm like having this incredibly lucid dream. I'm standing there going, all right, I can fight it. Or I can be like, I can always ask for some help. And then um, I was like, really loudly in my dream, I'm screaming, yo, I need some help. And then something came and helped me. And I was like, okay, that was cool. And the being took the thing, just like took it, picked it up and just took it away. I was like, okay. And the kid's nightmare stopped, which was really funky. And then in That's the dream, great. I'm like having this conversation with this being that just showed up again. And then I wake up and I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. That was weird. And then, the kids' nightmares just totally stopped. Well, you did the right thing then. Yeah. And then from there, this kind of ended up, up in like shamanic training. I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to keep happening. And I found a teacher and stuff. Um, and I studied with like a number of teachers. But anytime I would kind of get into anything like kind of specific, because um, I did death walking, some heavy duty death walking classes, a couple of them. I kind of did that and had encounters with that for years and things would just, you know, I would be sitting in the car waiting for one of the kids after their things and, you know, after school stuff and evening stuff, if you read my book and I'd be like, oh, oh, great. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of those kind of experiences. Um, you know, basically ghosts coming in the house, tapping on the kids' windows, wanting help, um, a lot of that stuff. Stuff, And then, you know, if we weren't paying enough attention, stuff moving in the house. So, mm -hmm. you know, stuff would come, like, not fall off the mantle. It would come straight out three or four feet and then fall down. Yeah, so, I don't like that. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> stuff. But, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of like, what do you want? And where do you want to go? And... I have rules because I have rules for all these different beings. I'm like, no, nope, that's not my rules. You can't, right? Mm -mm, and I can do that um, kind of stuff. So, but one of the more funky things that happened was when we're doing the reenactment, <clears throat> um, the group that, like, I'm, we're still technically in the group, but I don't go out anymore. My husband still does. They were really, really um, period correct. So all of our clothing was very, very correct. Like I had sewn, hand sewn most of our stuff. Uh, all the fabrics were correct. All the prints were correct. Everything was put together. Really like we um, really kind of looked like we would have walked out of, you know, <clears throat> the 18th century, like for real. So one time, and this, this happened during um, the Queen's first Jubilee because we were in a British regiment. So we went out for the Queen's Jubilee. We got invited by the British consulate to go to um, Boston. They were having a party for that. Um, the old state house in Boston is um, a museum now full of old, you know, like John Hancock's fancy coats in there and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, those places are normally pretty haunted. Yeah. Yeah. 
so the kids and I go in there and we go around and you know, it's just, it's just, I'm just like, yeah, great. Lots of energy in here, but we go home the next day. Um, the basement door starts rattling. Rattle, rattle, oh rattle. no. Yeah. We're like in the kitchen making cookies. Rattle, rattle, rattle. And, you know, by this time I, I, I'm like in shamanic training. I'm in the middle of doing like death walking stuff, but I don't know what this is because it could be anything like, you know, in my head really loudly, who the, who, you know, who are you? What do you want? And it turned out someone followed us home from that reenactment because that's when she had died. And looking at us, we looked like people she wanted to be with. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she was in the house for several days. And it was really funky because she would go in the car with us because I could kind of clear audience so I could hear her in the car. You'd feel her in the car. She'd be in the kitchen with us. She would, um, I would come upstairs. They still have my clothes hanging out because you don't wash them a lot because they're hand sewn. So you just got to air them out. Yeah. Um, so they're upstairs hanging up the whole outfit. She must have really loved it because I would come upstairs and go into my bedroom and smell this sickly sweet rose perfume. And I don't know, like none of us wear scents or perfumes or anything. And I'd come upstairs and be like, oh, she's up here. <laughs> it was it was weird um and so uh eventually I ended up call, like talking to one of my teachers um because i didn't know how to move people on at that point um and and, sh- and she did get her to to leave because she just thought it was great but it was it was like because i could it was that ghost and a couple other ghosts I've been able to hear really, really well. So it'd be like <clears throat> driving in the car and, and the kids would be like, uh, just sitting there being quiet. And I would hear this voice be, say things like, oh, let's get a donut. Cause she, you know, liked cakes and cookies and stuff like pastries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird. I'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm celiac <laughs> disease. I don't eat donuts. I'm like, this is another, this also clued me into it. I'm like, that, that, that's not me. That's not me. Yeah. 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 So I feel like that was. Yeah. When you, when you get those foreign thoughts. Yeah. That just jump up. That, yeah. Yeah. And over time I've kind of, I don't, I don't know if this is what it's like for other people, but I feel like different places in my brain I hear, I hear different things. Like my thoughts come from a specific place. Mm-hmm. Um, if I really listen for my spirit guides and when I do work with people, when I do like ceremony out in the woods and stuff like that, all the information I get there, it comes into a different place in my brain. And, mm-hmm. and when I, you know, basically when I hear ghosts and stuff, that's another different place in my brain. Um, but, you know, you, and I don't know if, I think it's, it's like similar, but a little different for everybody. But it's like, I always tell people, you have to parse out like where, you know, you got to pay attention. Where's it coming from? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. It's, it's safer if you know your mind and its structure well enough to be able to discern where something is coming from is this is this a a consciousness from a dead human is this a spirit 
Yeah. Is this a spirit I probably shouldn't be listening to? Is this, you know, somebody who's okay? You know, what, you know, because a lot yeah. of times people, if they don't have any knowledge, so they haven't had training and they haven't read books, or maybe they only read one, just enough knowledge to get in trouble, and they'll <laughs> trust a spirit to be telling yep. the truth and that can get into all, all kinds of trouble. Oh, yeah. And, and then, yeah. That's... in uh, the, you know, a lot of those kind of people, you know, that that's kind of who, who ends up being my clientele when I work. Uh, a lot of times yeah. people like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even just in like, because um, uh, I teach some people too, like individually and, and in groups, be like, they'll be like, oh, well, I have this and that spirit guide. And like, okay, well, did you vet it? <laughs> what do you mean? It talks to me. So it's good. Right. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> you don't know what it is. It could be anything. And yeah. Yeah. And just and, because somebody's dead doesn't make them wise or intelligent. No, like not at all. And, and now I've some, sometimes I run into, um, you know, you run into like the 18th century lady, right. From way back when, very different than if you run into like someone who's a modern person yeah who's who's not in a body anymore yeah and how they think about things like their consciousness and belief system really affects stuff because mm -hmm. i've done house because i do house clearings and i've done house clearings and you know if it's kind of a, a you know it's a modern person 80s 90s drug overdose whatever suicide or or you know I get these people who are like <laughs> watching one of those, been watching those medium shows. Like, don't you need to help me finish my unfinished business? I'm like, no, only you can finish your business next time around. That's your karma. I can't do anything except take you to the next place, the next place you're supposed to be there, like your next train stop. That's it. We can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that for you. Yeah. Um, so that's been, yeah, that, or sometimes I will, once in a while I'll get the, don't you want to hear like my life story? No, not necessarily. <laughs> like, like I can direct you to my friend who really likes to do that part of it. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a, yeah. yeah, that's, Yeah. 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 And I have yet I have another friend who's a, unfortunately I'll just see people however um kind of they're presenting themselves to me. But I have a couple friends that see people in, in, in their death states, which and they're visual mm. psychics. I'm like, ooh no. And uh, mm. and I will sometimes you know <clears throat> you know, when I I feel like it's the trope, you know, psychic, see things, you're not psychic unless you see it. Believe me, people, you do not want to see it. You do not want to see it. <laughs> like, just yeah. with your regular eyes, you don't want to see everything. Yep. Yep. You don't. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mm. No, you really don't. Because <clears throat> some people do see stuff like that. And some of us don't. I really think what I kind of end up seeing with, with like my psychic eyes is however my brain and body senses put everything together for me, which is, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. 
So you don't necessarily need to see with your own eyes everything, Mm-mm. you know. No, and I, I, I find me personally, I rely a lot on like body feelings. You know, mm-hmm. there's something there. I can feel it. You know, you can yeah. feel it. My guides really want to tell me something. I'm driving my car. They don't talk to me. I get like, a, I get like a pressure. It's this weird physical mind body pressure. Like, oh no, no, you, you need to take this way instead of that way. And then later you find out there's an accident on the highway and you would have been really late to wherever you're going kind of thing. Right. Or see, you have guides that are sensible and useful. Yes. Very mostly. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're very opinionated. Yeah. Oh, they almost always are. They're always really opinionated, right? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the, you know, I'm, you know, they, of course, you know, they know I work. They know I, you know, do things, write stuff. They're like, they're like, nope. In your newsletter, you're writing this. I'm like, but I don't want to write that. You write this. And then they won't leave me alone until I write it. Like, fine. I've sent out your message. Are you happy? Gonna <laughs> 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 lose, gonna lose five people from my newsletter because it wasn't happy snappy. And now they're gonna be like, ah. <laughs> do you think I'm the mo- your postmistress? What is this? What? Yes, <laughs> Why are you bothering me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. That's my job, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, help you, so you got to help them and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they have been like really 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 helpful. Yeah. And in all kinds of different ways. And I have a lot of ancestors, ancestors they work with. And like, I always tell people, you got to think ancestors way back, way back, way back. You know, if, if you, if you're thinking like you're back far enough, go back further. Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, like really far back. Yeah. Modern people have a lot of hangups and by modern people, it's like anybody from like 1600, 1650 on modern people have hangups. Um, so that is uh, the early modern period. It is. Yeah. 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 And a lot of really nasty stuff that's going on today started out right there. Right. It did. In the early modern period. It really did. It really, really did. That's why I'm always telling people think, think 2000, think 3000, 4,000 years ago. Those are the people you want. Those are the people who had their crap most together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah like really really old um yeah they were living better with their animals they were living better with the earth they kind of understood things way better than modern people understand things they had the level of respect they have for other things was very high very different than mm-hmm. what we have now yeah so yeah so that was like trying to think of some other there was like i had a lot of like i had this period of like six or seven years where i just had a lot of ghost contact a lot of like i picked them up in the grocery store and they'd come home with me oh yeah so um i could talk about some of those some of those two because some of those are really funny they're all kind of like really similar yeah like one time was i was standing in the grocery store um picking up some stuff after coming home from somewhere and again, I have celiac disease, so I have a really weird diet. Mm-hmm. I don't eat a lot of grains. And this is all like I'm standing in the grocery store hearing this voice saying, oh, 
I really love some waffles. <laughs> it was really loud, really. And, and I'm the only one. You in the were aisle, looking for the person. And know? I really, there's some guy standing behind me. Like, no, anyway, that, that one ended up following me home. I'm like, no, I didn't get the waffles though. Um, and I was ah, two or three days later. I didn't know at, at the time. And, and, and I go in my closet and like, I don't see him, but I'm like, there's someone in my closet. And it was, it was same, same guy. So waffle I, man, waffle man ended up by this time. Um, I knew I had like gone enough through my shamanic training. I knew how to death walk people. And I did talk to him for a minute. And this is kind of where I started to learn like what keeps people here in the level mm-hmm. of, you know, really, really bad stuff keeps people here and stuff that people perceive as bad keeps them here and this guy had cheated on his taxes and he was afraid he's going to the bad place (laughs) no not not for cheating on your taxes dude you're cool (laughs) nah nah it's like to do it (sighs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay for him and which also kind of goes to show that, you know, your house can be haunted by someone who is not there, didn't die in the house, didn't even live in the house. You know, how long right. if I would have moved out two weeks later, would he have still been in the closet? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he would have come with me to my new house. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> so that that kind of stuff was interesting. And I, I just, again, did a lot of other weird psychopomp work. At, at that time, um, like at the time too, I think that was about when my kids were riding horses and all the horses would spook in the corner of, of it was winter. So they're riding in an indoor arena and everybody's horses, all the horses in the barn were spooking in the corner. So I had to go just for safety. I was like, I better go figure out what's there. And it was, you know, guy there, he had been hanging around earth for like 60 or 70 years. Um, he's dressed like from the 1930s, 1920s, 1930s. Um, so got rid of him. We were at another barn another time. This is like years, like, oh, almost 10 years later. And the same kind of thing happened. But one of the horses at that barn had been put down. He didn't mm. understand or know what had oh. happened to him. And he was still walking around the property because we were hearing from the like little, little lesson kids would come in saying they saw him wandering around outside the barn, outside the paddocks and stuff. Um, so I worked with him, but what he was just coming in, seeing what was happening. So his body would come halfway in, scare the horses. And then, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, oh, that's what's happening. <clears throat> that wasn't cool. <laughs> No, you can't do up. that. You you don't no. want the the horses freaking out and stomping on a kid. You no, just, no, no. They wouldn't I'm, do it on purpose. But. Nope. And and I ride, and I'm too old to get bucked off. Like for to you know. <clears throat> so um, I, I I've done a lot of that kind of stuff around different places like that that that, that I've been as well. Um, and I could talk about like haunty stuff for like a long time. I don't know how much you want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay, I, cool. I love it. <laughs> Ghost horses are, you know, they're right cool with me. I, I, yeah. I was once asked at like midnight at a Kroger's here if there were such things as as 
ghosts that were animals because this person had moved into a new house and there was a little white dog in there mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. would that he would see at night and would jump up on the bed and he couldn't see him on the bed, but he could feel the little paws and then there'd be a weird glowing shape. And I was like, Oh yeah, that that's probably a dog that lives there. Yeah. I was like, is it okay? He's like, Oh yeah. Now that I know that, that it's okay, that it's just, I'm fine with it. I'm like, okay, so I don't have to go and talk the dog into going someplace else and then end up with it following me home. Like, you know, yeah, all the neighborhood stray animals do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I have like, a, yeah, we have, we have basically, it's like a little zoo here. Yeah. All kinds of animals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ghost horse was kind of sad. So, but I, I, I took care of him. Um, other really weird places, especially like living close to Boston, close enough to go there. Not like I don't go there very often because you know I don't. City energy is not for me. Um, but museums, the really yeah. old churches there too, are are haunted. The graveyards is kind of weird, not so much, but yeah, um, yeah. The I went to one of the. <laughs> I don't know if I should admit to this or not. <laughs> Quite a few years ago, I was actually in one of the um, the churches in, in Boston, one of the really old ones, because, you know, they're open for tours during the day. Like, it's tourists thing. You can go there. You can also go to some of the, um, like, Old North Church, Old South. I think it's Old South. They're called their congregational, like, meeting houses, like, and the Old South meeting house and stuff like that. Um those those all have like a really interesting history like i want to say the british used the old south meeting house for a cavalry school during the revolutionary war when they occupied boston which is kind of interesting yeah that is. not that big like those must their horses must have not been that big um <laughs> riding around this meeting house which apparently they did they filled it full of dirt and rode them around took all the pews out and stuff um i forget which church it was that I went to and it was, you know, we're doing like the little walkthrough. We, we weren't on official tour. It was like me and my husband, my kids weren't, didn't come on that one, but it was like walking through soup. Oh yeah. That so, feeling is wild. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like walking through a heavily, heavily crowded building. And there's like maybe in the whole church, maybe 15 people. I mean, there's not oh. a lot of people in there. Um, but I was like, it was like full to the gills, and and I checked with both my teacher, I checked with my guides, like, can I, can I, you know, like a public service, can I clear spaces, like public spaces, can I clear them? And basically, everyone was like, if you want to, yeah. So later, well, like I don't know, a couple weeks later, like we did, which was really interesting. Um, because people will die and go there thinking that's a doorway to heaven and it's just oh. it's a building, it's just a building, right? Oh. So it's like packed with all kinds of people. That took a long time to like clear that out, but it, it, it was really interesting. And about the time we got everybody because, um, and that church that we're in particular, there was downstairs 
in the crypt. Um, so we cleared out the first floor, like the main church. And I'm like, we're done. <laughs> right? No. No, it's then they're like, no, we need to go downstairs. We need to wake up the people. I'm like, what do you mean we need to wake up the people? Um, and, and, and all my guides are like, no, they're asleep in their own bodies like and we have to wake them up to move them on because they're waiting they're waiting for judgment day because they, they are really they're waiting for judgment that. day because this is like you know 1600s early 1700s yeah. this is yeah you know the pilgrims puritans you know city and shining city on the hill people but that's them and it was you know so we're doing this and it's really funny we, you know it's like also kind of creepy we get them get them up wake him up get him in line and there's this one old woman and i'm just like you know because sometimes you go into some of these historical places and there's ghosts in there and they're really old and you know they can tell by your energy patterning what you do and you're a witch right so mm -hmm. i'm kind of like mm -hmm. and the old lady she's coming right at me and this is you know i'm like okay what's coming and she's like She's like, Jesus didn't come. I'm like, no. She's like, God. Sorry. She's like, I don't think she sweared. She didn't swear, but she was like, I knew that Reverend was 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 telling us lies, and this wasn't Aww. what was supposed to happen. I was I was shocked. I was like, wow. Oh. I and and it's like, yeah, uh huh. I'm like, but you can go now. There's the angels. There's the up. There's the big fancy stairs, and she thanked me. Usually, you, you know, everybody else has just been like in a big, you know, packing glommy lines go up because yeah. you know the gate there they are that you know the stairs to heaven are finally open <sighs> jesus but, didn't come back yeah. that's wow it, it was kind of crazy yeah that 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 was that was quite a while ago that they did that too um, yeah i kind of felt that way when when i visited salem like 25 years ago or something mm -hmm. 27 and yeah uh, the soup like yeah kind of places and and very much some of them were like oh my god there are more witches here now I'm like, well, oh yeah yeah, yeah. because <laughs> it's, it's Salem's witch city I, I stay there like like I'll go there but not now <laughs> so many people go there and in, 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 you know in October and stuff um but be I think too, because of what the city has done there and like capitalized on it, it's way more full of stuff than it would. Oh yeah, normally be I just agree. a regular New England seaport, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like I'm like because mm -mm. we had a another place we had done reenactments at, <laughs> but we were on we were on this little um, park in the waterfront, so we got lots of ocean energy, and I did not sleep there. I'm like going home for that one. I can drive home; it's not that far, so. Yeah, <clears throat> we, uh, I've done like museums and stuff too. Museums are weird, especially like because up here in Boston we have the MFA, so it's like art, regular art, art, which you think of regular art. Um, and you know they also have a huge like rooms of Egypt Egyptian antiquities. Yes, and I know, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Walking through there, it's like that's on. Okay. 
Oh, that's that's just shining from across the room. Yeah. Oh, you know those. You know they called the they we call them. I forget if they call them false doors or doors of the dead. And they're on. Like so, like I I I was last time I was there. It's, it's quite a while ago now, and I can remember look, looking at I'm just. And one of my kids is like, "What are you looking at?" And like, it's still on. I'm like, any closer? I don't know they where never that goes. turned it off, man. No, I mean they took it out of the tomb. It was on. It went somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, the the Egyptians really knew their magic. They could really do stuff. So to put that in a museum, like, haha. Um, but sometimes I would run into things that I would hear and they would talk to me from like all over the place like any culture that had like shamanic practice and they had power objects i've run into those in in museums sometimes in like really weird places like i was at a black powder shop in ohio one time and there were some antiquities that were from i think they were from the haudenosaunee people and they were real and they were they had spirits in them you know and then they, you know, they know if you know that. Oh, yeah. You, they, you know, like, poke, we'll poke at your energy field. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> These guys suck. They're boring. Yeah. She's got me on the wall. This is, not, this is not where I want to be, right? <laughs> I try to talk to them, but. Yeah. They can't uh, hear me. No. No. So. <clears throat> all really interesting stuff. So. Um, and I've also, like, I've also been to Ireland, which is a whole ah. different ball of stuff that started a whole oh, yeah. different thing. Cause I've been there. Like I went there really once a really long time ago, um, in the 1990s before the turn of the century and you feel old. Um, I don't remember a lot of stuff happening then, but that was in like that period of nothing's happening to me. Um, but if I go there now, it's like. It's it's some stuff. It's some stuff. Yeah, last, yeah. The last time I was there, we were we flew into Shannon. It was, it was before the pandemic. It was like 2019, like right before, in in the fall. And we went. We were doing a castle tour, and then the castle is a castle I have been in before. So if you go up into like the big great hall, it was not a big deal. I had never been in the basement, so I'm like, sure, I'll go into the basement this time. I'm not real awake. I've not slept on the plane. And this is like, you know, you're just there and you can't go to sleep at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. And I walk into the basement and I can, it was like someone was standing next to me screaming, witch. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> My husband's looking around. I'm like, I'll see you later. I'll be outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Bye. No, <laughs> no. No, and that that happened that happened more than once. That over yeah. there at different different places, and we went once in 2018 and again in 2019, and both both trips, both trips. Yeah, it'd be like walk into the castle. Just yeah, nope. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, it's creepy. <clears throat> um. And in one of the hotels we stayed in, too. It, they were kind of funny because it was like this little family-run place. They're like, we don't have ghosts. I'm like, okay, you just told me you basically do have a ghost, <laughs> right? 
don't have I'm like, uh-huh. Um <laughs> like down for whiskey one one night in, in the bar and the guy behind he's like, Oh, that hotel down the road, right? The guy behind the bar. He's like, There it's really haunted. Not that haunted here. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> <sighs> So nice. That's I'm like great. Earlier in the day, had we'd been in in the room and we couldn't find something. And I said, "All right, we're all gonna turn around and whatever it is." Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Just something my husband had. I'm like, "We're gonna turn around and you're gonna put it back where it was." Everybody turn around. <laughs> like we're gonna wait a couple. You know, we're gonna wait like a minute, and then there it was, right in the middle of the bed. I forget. It's like something my husband was looking for like there's no way he would it was like it wasn't yeah you know, like like all right just i'm like i don't care that you're here just i'm on vacation don't mess with me <laughs> <laughs> you have vacation. made yourself known yep i know okay Thank you're cool yes. nice yeah nice nice little greeting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes um <clears throat> but then i'm you know looking back now i'm like was that a ghost or was it like a fake critter yeah, th yeah, that's hard to tell. Yeah. They can um, both be mischievous and tricksterish. Yeah. You know, and we call ours pixies when they do that or goblins. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they usually give our stuff back by putting it in a really dumb place, you know, that we would never yes. have put it. That's yes. their favorite. Yeah. I will find things it, in the weirdest places. Yeah. Yeah. Because that yeah. is like... Um, after I got done with a lot of my psychopomp training and my girls got like to be teenagers, I was basically like, no, at the time, um, like I don't have an office now cause I, I just couldn't spend the money on it during the pandemic. So what I used to do, I used to kind of have an energetic sign be like, if you want to get moved on, you cannot come in my house. You have to go to my office. This is where my office is. Right. So I used to like do that kind of stuff in my office. This, but they still like have all the wards up on the house, so ghosts don't get in the house anymore. Like, really rarely, they'll be stuck outside and they'll like tap on the windows if they really want to get my attention. If they get in the house, they do things like um, they set one of our smoke detectors off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one, just the upstairs one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how we kind of like now. If, if 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 I'm too busy and I'm not paying attention. Um, that that hasn't like happened in a while um so we kind of ended up swapping like ghosts getting in the house for little fake creatures of all types kinds and sizes it's kind of it kind of shifted into that later um and and that's been most of my experiences within the past i don't know four or five years have been a lot of fae things mm -hmm. in the house, sometimes seeing them. Some of my kids have seen them. It's yeah. It's been really interesting. And also it's just kind of, it's kind of cool because it's validating because when they come to you and say, I saw this thing, it looked like this. It's like, Oh, that, okay. I, oh, I, it's I, that I really, one. I did see that. Yeah. Um, a lot of really, really like small, like brownie like creatures, like pointy mm -hmm. ears, brownie kind of skin stuff like that um and a lot of other uh, side of the eye you're like mm -hmm. what is that yeah so we have that kind of a lot of that kind of stuff going on um so that's i don't mind that so much that that's kind of cool they're kind of cool to have around and we're all kind of friends um, yeah oh oh i will tell you about this other really cool thing that happened 
and I know exactly when this happened. This happened in 2009. <clears throat> so I went to an herbal conference on a big college campus here. Not big. Not college. It was on a college campus here in Mass. On the, and um, a fairly, I want to say this, this, this college is, it was, um, it was the International Herb Symposium. And it's at Wheaton College. And that's in Norton, Mass. So I, I want to say that college was established sometimes in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice, beautiful, big green, surrounded by really huge old trees. Absolutely gorgeous. And we're there like in June. Um, and I had, this is the first time I had been to this conference. And I'm a new, you know, like new, newbie herbalist. I just graduated from an herbalist program. So excited, right, to be at this conference. And I'm there on the first day, and I come up from the parking area, and I go up towards the green, and I look up at this beautiful tree. Um, it's a tulip tree, re- huge, 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 like, you could not fit up your arms around the trunk, really, really big. And I'm just like, oh, what a gorgeous tree. And I'm looking up the branches, and um, I want to say the first branch had to be 15, 20 feet up. Right, it's really old. And there's this being standing there. And she I, she looked really feminine. Kind of had clothes on. Dark, dark body, so like darkest skin. The clothes were reflective of the time the tree was in bloom. So the clothes were in the same color as the tree flowers. Mm-hmm. And she's standing there. She has kind of like really casual, like her arms like up on the tree trunk. And her legs are kind of crossed. She's kind of leaning on the tree trunk. The other arms, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, on the hip. Just, like, like, look at all these herbalists coming in. Like, and I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. And and she, like, sees I'm seeing her. And, again, it was that kind of thing where you blink really hard. Like, what? It, gone. She was gone. Yeah. 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 Wow. I was like, oh. And then I saw the tree spirit. Oh, my God. I was so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. That's just it was, amazing. It was really awesome. And that conference happens like every other year. So I want to say not the next time it happened, but I think the time after that, I I managed to go over and put an offering by the tree and thank her for letting me see her that time because that that was really cool. Yeah. 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 But um, I have another herbalist friend, and she accidentally ran into a dryad one time at an herbal conference as well outside the tree um yeah so it's like not not that uncommon i think for this like super heavy duty plant people to see them but it was really cool yeah yeah i i remember one time i was talking with a group of witches that i used to hang out with in in baltimore and i was they were asking me about the fae and I was telling them about some of the things that we had seen and experienced here in Athens uh, before. And I said, you know, then, I, you know, I just told them. And one girl was like, oh, that must be so beautiful. I wish I could see them. And I was like, you know, mm, maybe you don't really you don't really want to. And she's like, why wouldn't I want to? And I was like, well, because you're not supposed to. And sometimes when you do see them, they take exception to that. Yeah. And you have to be so careful. They, they are not 
cute little, I mean, some of them are cute, I'm sure, and some of them are little, yes, but their personality is not cute and little. No, and not harmless. at all. Certainly not harmless. No. You know, and I, I was just kind of like, you know, and I just looked at her and she was just one of those really sweet people, very earnest. And I was like, oh, my God, they'd eat you like cereal. Oh, yes. For breakfast. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, like oh, when I look back now and I think about that nightmare creature thing I told you about earlier, I'm sure that was some kind of fae thing. And yeah. some, you know, that's how I would, that's a bucket I would put it in now. Um, yeah. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are. And claws, yeah. like razors is what it looked like when I was in that dream. And a lot of the stuff I encounter now, um, because the other thing, you start working, if if you have a desire to work with the Fae and they know, no problem. They will put you to work, work being the operative word, if you are useful, yeah. right? Um, and, and, as, and as I've kind of worked in my shamanic practice and my gardening practice, and, and it's kind of, I, I wouldn't, I you know, it is really kind of part of my spirituality that I, I do kind of, I, I work with them a mm-hmm. lot and I will have experiences, but it's not, they're the ones I've encountered are not cute. Like there would no way would I be like cute, sweet, cuddly. No one. Um, this is one of those, <clears throat> this, could, this could come right out of, out of a funky folklore book. Like, you know, like European folklore, I was at home alone on Christmas Eve, which in European folklore is an absolute no-no. You're not yep, home yep. alone on, New- on Christmas Eve. Here I am, home alone on Christmas Eve. Um, every everybody else in the house had had um, gone to a party. Uh, I kind of I had a little bit of the flu and I had a fever, so I stayed home because it's old. I wasn't going to give the old people my flu, right? That's 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 really rude. That's not cool. That's not cool. So I'm home alone and I'm doing like a little bit of stuff, do some stuff, go sit down, do some stuff, go sit down. It's really quiet in my house. Um, and normally it is really quiet here. Like we don't play music. We don't play video games. It's, 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 it's really quiet. So no, it's totally dead quiet. And I had roasted some hazelnuts and I have my hazelnuts roasted there on the dishcloth. Um, when you roast the hazelnuts, um, put them on in a dishcloth, let them cool. And then you like rub, rub it all together, get the husks off. So I'm doing that. Here I am, really quiet, half out of it with the fever, but I, I'm one of those people that can't like sit real still and I don't like watching TV. And I'm doing this, and this thing being comes out of the wall at me, and I can see it, see it. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I'm not like even trying to like psychically look, it's just I'm like, hello. <laughs> Yeah. Hi. Um, who? Who are you? <laughs> yep. That was not the only thing I saw that night. I saw a couple little gnomes run around on the floor, <laughs> like again, with the eyes open, watching the dogs watch them. <laughs> yeah. See, when when the dogs or the cats see them, yeah, they're yep. there. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Yep. I haven't gone around the bend and lost it no that's no no and you know you never ever ever get rid of that feeling of oh god have i lost it yeah like 
even if you've been seeing stuff your whole life, yeah, it's there's still a part of your brain that goes, uh oh. But then you see your cat, you know, yeah, following it with its eyes. Well, okay, yep, I haven't lost my mind, so now I have to deal with it because it is actually here. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I have. Like one of my dogs, you know, facing the paws, the ears up you know doing like the radar thing watching mm-hmm. this and there was two of them and i was like all right this is gonna be my life now okay because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go away <laughs> the thing that came through the wall <clears throat> you know because you know i do this kind of work you you know sometimes they don't i she still shows up well we you know we decided to work together so that was the thing. <laughs> it's like a job job interview or, you know, yeah. being yeah. recruited by a headhunter, yeah. you know, for yeah. a corporation. And like, yeah, like, like it was because it's always like, you know, we've been watching you and you're like, great. Yeah, that's nice. You're half fleshed out and half skeleton. That's cool, I guess. Can you look different? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. That's why you don't want to always have to see with your eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's much, much easier to just feel. But yeah. sometimes you still see them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> that, but I want to, I want to see that. It, unfortunately, since, since the pandemic happened, um, one of my kids ended up in virtual school <clears throat> She was home like all the time. And my husband worked from home. He still works from home, which has really put a damper on stuff like those kind of experiences yeah. because it's um, he's he's an engineer. So he's very logical. And mm-hmm. that's it's like it's some, I don't want to be like it's a repellent, but it's almost like it's a repellent. Um, so if I want to or when I do have things happen now, it's mainly outside. Mm hmm. Which is kind of okay, except it's not really yeah. cool when it's outside in the woods and you've gone on a five mile hike and you're in the <laughs> like okay. Yeah. Hello, large fake creature. <laughs> yeah. Um but once I although once I start working with like fabings on, on on purpose, I guess you could say. Um and then I also I I was already kinda of done like the folklore and folkways wormhole um which is which in a way is really good because i learned a lot of stuff which has been really helpful for clients i have that inadvertently get these beings in their house sometimes because they've invited them in and then Mm -hmm. they kind of like wreak havoc you know Mm -hmm. because they're like i thought it would be cool but my keys Mm -hmm. keep disappearing like Okay, and that, and I've had a couple of well, I'll talk to them, and then you have to do what I say. Exactly how I tell you to. Mm-hmm. No Don't more, forget. no less. Exactly. Unfortunately, one of the people I've had to do this with is my own mom, who um, she made a fairy house. Oh, yeah, and you know we're. Her people are all, they're English, Irish, Scots. They're all, that, that's, that's like all they are. Um, 
some of them really recently have come over here. So I, I feel like that makes all that stuff stronger. And again, her, her mom was from Southern Ohio. Um, and that grandma's family was from like Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, you know, so it's like we have a lot of that. And it's like they know. And when you transgress, it's so much worse. Yeah. So she, yeah. So like she makes this fairy house and she has it in her yard and she's happy. They're happy because they're in it, right? They're mm-hmm. using it. Whatever's in her, whatever little beings are in her yard are, are, are using it. Well, her friend comes over and says, that doesn't look good there. You should move it over here. And then my mom, even though she knows she shouldn't, she did it. To like general mm-hmm. yard destruction for the next week, right? You know, mm-hmm. all of her little lawn cutesy things in her garden they're like knocked over moved broken blah 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 so she ends up calling me and i'm like oh yeah they're mad at you i don't think you need me to tell you that (laughs) (laughs) all right like move it back and i'll have a chat with them right move it back okay so they need this this and this right this is what they want so they're not going to destroy your yard anymore like they want cream and they want like basically plain shortbread biscuits mm-hmm. right so <clears throat> a week later my mom oh i found this really cute recipe for ginger biscuits i'm like no mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. they want plain cream heavy cream and these really plain biscuits go to the grocery store buy walker shortbread biscuits Will make yeah. them happy. Do not try to do not try to outfancy them. They'll only get really angry with you. Just do what I say. <sighs> and then she did do what I said. I had to have an argument with her. She did do what I say. I said, and they the destruction stopped. <laughs> so now hopefully the next time the, the friend comes over, they they yeah. Yeah. They, they won't have other helpful advice about arranging the garden. <laughs> You know, mm-mm. no, 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 no. So, but is is that something you find too that like they know we should know these things, and when we oh, don't, yeah. they get really ticked. Okay, I'll tell you what happened when I forgot to give my my weekly uh, uh, gift of butter mm. tribute of butter. I forgot it. And I had so many things happen. My internet broke. Um, I was losing stuff like crazy in the house. Um, I couldn't record anything. Uh, And then I was walking uptown. We have brick streets, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, that's really, and sidewalks, which is really, really pretty near the campus. It's lovely, but it's hell to walk on. Oh, yeah. And I was going to see Morgana's uh, first paper presentation at a, at a history conference there at college. She's very excited. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. And I was, you know, so I was walking quickly, but I had put on stupid shoes. And there's a crowd of students walking past me in both directions, right? So there's all these people. I fell flat on my face. As if I had been picked up and flung down. So I hit 
the pavement with both hands, the heels of both hands, both knees. Knees were ripped open. Oh. Bled on to the, the concrete. Nobody saw it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like you're they invisible. just acted like they didn't, but it really looked like they did not even see it. Yeah. You know, and because these weren't just, you know, dude bros. They, they yeah. were, you know, there were girls and yeah. women and older men. And, and they would have said, nobody saw it. And mm. that's when I realized what had happened. And I was like, okay, soon as I got home. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> many apologies, extra butter, some Welsh cakes, all the things, you <laughs> all know, things. Yeah. all of the stuff. <laughs> so apologetic. Yes, yes. Yep. And I was bruised all to hell. Oh and my it was bad. Yeah, and but they but the bruises healed really quickly after I gave all the stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. They marked it. They they caused me to bleed, so they took that sacrifice. Yep. Yep. And then yep. after I made amends and and was very apologetic, they were like, "All right, the bruise isn't mm -hmm. going to be that bad." The ones on my hands didn't even show. Wow. So the ones on my knees were bad, but yeah, they, no, you know, they crusted over bad. really fast. So mm -hmm. oh, that's I was, good, yeah, but that's the kind of thing that they will do. And, and that's, yeah. you know, when I talked with the younger kid, I'm like, see, this is why you don't cross them. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is, I was like, there I was thinking I was hot shit and I forgot something and bam. Yep. I, it might as well have been a hand coming down and smacking me on the head right down to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, well, oops. Yep. Um, I, I find they like to test you too. Like if you can, if you want to work with them, they'll put you through something. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, the second time we went to Ireland, cause like the first time we went there, I had a bunch of stuff there happened to me. Like, some of it, you know, like with some of the stuff, some of it you're not supposed to talk about. Some of it, mm -hmm. you know, you can talk yes. about. So I had some stuff happen over there that I was like, okay. I, I, and my guides too were like, no, no, you got to go back as soon as you can get there, which was happened to be the, the next year. Um, and you, you basically when they sent me the second time, it was like a spiritual pilgrimage and almost like a quest. So there was lots mm -hmm. of testing and it was like, like um the dogs got into a fight the day before we the day before we were supposed to leave the night before where one of them tore open the other one's eyelid so i had to have an emergency vet appointment not only that for her but also my cat woke up cats my cats like have hardly ever get sick uh one of the cats was wheezing audibly mm. <laughs> so i managed to get my we weren't um you know you fly out at night for that but you know you got to get to the airport early in security and we don't drive in. We go to like a place where we take a bus and stuff. So yeah. I get like, fine, get managed to get squeak them into the back, stick it all fixed, find come home. I'm like packing like crazy. We get into the one car um, that we were going to take and um, the tires completely flat. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. We will take the other car. Fine. Get into the other car on the way to the, um, like the bus that goes like an airport shuttle on the way to the airport shuttle, tire goes flat. I'm like, what the fuck? 
like oh my god and the whole time i'm like am i really supposed to go on this (laughs) am i really supposed to go on seeing how determined you were they were seeing how determined i was i guess um and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm still supposed to go. Okay. So we ended up, um, a friend of ours met us. He, the poor guy, rode his bike to the, the airport shuttle so he could stick his bike in the back of our car and take our car so it wouldn't sit with a completely flat tire for the week we were gone, like at, at the airport shuttle. And he took, it, he took it home and fixed it for us, which is really awesome. The rest, the rest of the thing went smoothly, but any of those one things would have been enough to completely stop mm-hmm. us from going. Like we would have missed our flight, um, especially like I mean, the dog's eyelid was like ripped open. <laughs> yeah, that's we, that's we yeah. can't, you know. Um, so that was fun. Everything else went fine though. But then, then it was like, you know, you need to go to this place. You need to do this thing, and so we had to. We like flew into Shannon and then we drove all the way up to Sligo, which which is a haul, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you don't really sleep overnight. And then the next day they're like, Yeah, we had to go climb Nak Narea, which seems like it's not gonna be that hard until you realize it's straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the middle of October, so it's fifty and raining and really windy and yeah, yeah. You got soaked and, and I you know, like got up there and then they were like, good girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Although they did destroy my phone because they didn't want me taking pictures. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't take pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going to the toilet. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, there, and there's then, so many yeah. ways they can do that too. Oh yeah, and and that was just like the normal part of the we're making it hard for you. Then there was like the other like it was like I don't know everything had to come visit me. You know, like the hotel room was full of stuff. They weren't ghosts. They were like fey beings. You know, like oh hi. You know that's. That's a you know the kind of thing that happens when you did something at a place one time and you return to that place like you know in past lives and you did stuff like like you do now and and then you go back there and then everyone has to say hi. It was yeah. exhausting. Do you remember me from blah 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 blah? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. I it was, was there five hundred years ago. Da, da, yeah, da, da, yeah, da. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I believe you. Okay. Yeah. And, and that was like a huge part of the trip. <laughs> but it was, it, it was, it was really cool though. But then that again, even deeper into the, the folklore to the point where I was like, yeah, that thing I saw, it looked like this. Oh, that's exactly what, it, that's exactly what it looked like. You know, mm-hmm. after you, and then you read the folklore, you see it first and then you read the folklore and you're like, Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Hey. All right. So that's Oof. real. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Have a lot of oh, okay, so that's real. You know. Yeah. Running theme if you do like kind of any kind of like energy healing work, shamanic work, shamanic healing work. It's like And then you find out about it later. And then yeah, like, find a tradition yeah. about it. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, okay. That, that kind of stuff's real." Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff that I was like, "Oh, that's just a metaphor." No, that's no. a real thing. <laughs> it's not a metaphor. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's hard if you if you were you know taught anthropology from a very Western standpoint. It's of course it's a metaphor. You know. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's not actually. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's not. It, yeah, because um, I graduated in like 1991, so uh, it was right about that time where, and and having heard from my kids at college who have taken anthropology classes, like things have really changed, and people they are, have. are much more open now about stuff that, like my professors would have yelled at me for, right? Um, yeah. At 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 the time. So, um, but there's been several ethnographers, um, their last name's Tedlock. They were a husband and wife team. Her name's Barbara. I forget what his name is. Um, they, in, in order to study Mayan shamanism, they had to become shamans. Nice. Yes. Which put a whole different spin on it for them. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's really hard to study shamanism from a practical standpoint and keep that whole it's a metaphor thing going because it's not. No. (laughs) It's not, it's not, it's not. It's not. It's real. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And I, not necessarily when I work on people, but a lot of working on spaces and land. Is, is where you see like really interesting things and use that word because sometimes they're scary but sometimes they're things that I've never seen described anywhere you know mm-hmm. like oh and it would just be like trapped in someone's house because like there was this I did a clearing in a house and you know there's a lot of woods that are really protective and spirit repellents um, just like there's a lot of plants that are like that cedars one of them Mm-hmm. somebody had bought a house that had a room that was lined in cedar that the previous um, owners of the house used to use as their room for um, when they hunted deer that's where they dress and hang the deer and the farm animals but there are things that as part of the natural order of stuff that's the that's what they eat you know mm-hmm. for lack of a better word right and one of those, and they don't feel good to humans, right? They don't feel, they don't feel, they're not congruent with their energy. They don't feel good. And it was trapped in the room. One of these, oh. this creature, because it couldn't get out because the room is made couldn't of cedar. Couldn't get past the cedar. Couldn't get past the cedar. The door is made of cedar. The room is made of cedar. I'm not sure how it got in there in the first place. If the guy had the door Possibly open. Possibly if and it the came door in. must have been open mm-hmm. and it followed him in. That would yeah. be the only. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. Maybe they kept the door open for a while and then they shut it. Yeah. And then, you know, just went in and out normally. Maybe they were carrying a couple of carcasses, yeah. you know, and then it got stuck. Yeah, that that's what I figured happened. And then the guy was old and then it was just in there and he didn't hunt any more deer and he didn't really open the door and it was a storage room and the door to the outside didn't get opened anymore. So oh. it's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, we got that out. But it was like, I... I wonder how much of this, you know, there's this whole block of folklore knowledge we had about all these things, keeping it out of your house, keeping, you know, right. You know, and, um, how much of that, cause we don't do it anymore results in a lot of us having 
extra experiences in our mm-hmm. houses specifically. Yeah. You know, one of the, this is like sort of kind of out there, but it is applicable. So Jacques Vallée studies UFOs. Mm-hmm. He also has the whole folklore thing yeah. down and understands all of that too. But he got to be one of the first uh, Western ufologists to go to the Soviet Union to talk about UFOs with their scientists. Mm. And the other thing he also ended up talking about, which he wasn't really supposed to talk with them about really over much, was their psychic development. Yeah. And he was kind of interested in, you know, why do you have so many psychics here? Why do you have so many strong psychics? We don't have that many in, in Western Europe and, and America. Why? <laughs> and the, the Russian scientist grinned at him and said, we didn't burn all our witches. <laughs> like, seriously. It's genetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we lost large chunks of that. And, and I feel like we're getting it back yeah. through... <sighs> Well, I, I do think that the other world is kind of poking at us more. Mm-hmm. And so people just kind of end up hitting it boots first. You know, we, we're, you know, we're hitting it with the boots on the oh, ground yeah. and just going because yep. that's what you have to do. Yeah, that totally makes sense because it it is the thing that runs in our family, especially in the women in our family. And mm-hmm. it's from my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And my, my kids have skills. They We don't all have the same skills, but they both have skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that totally makes sense. And, you know, interestingly, after, you know, before I read the exchange between Valet and the Soviet scientist, I took Russian in college when I went back to college back in the 90s. And... I met our uh, student teacher. She was from Ukraine. Oh. And she was she was really, I, I thought she was really pretty. She had very dark hair and big, big dark eyes. And, but she kept staring at me, which mm. was kind of weird. You know, I was kind of like, lady, <laughs> please. This is getting a little bit, I don't know. A little bit too much. So like, <laughs> yeah. So the third day she came up to me after class and said, I'm sorry for staring at you, but I've seen you. And I said, oh, she said, in a dream, you were a bride, but you didn't dress like brides usually dress in America. She said, you had a wreath of green in your hair. And the top part of your dress was black and the bottom part was a bright color, but I couldn't see what color it was. I said it was green. And she said, you were very, very beautiful. And you were with child, but nobody could tell. And you were not happy. And I said, well, Jesus fucking Christ, you just basically (laughs) explained how I got married to my child's father. And yep, I was pregnant. And if you looked at the wedding pictures, you could not tell it um, until like the next day. Apparently that's when everything showed. And I was like, okay, 
Okay. She was like, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to like pry. She was like, I just looked at you and knew your face. And then I dreamed about it that night. Mm. And then I had to sit the next day and try to think, should I tell her? Should I not? She'll think yeah. I'm crazy. I'm like, no, I won't think you're crazy. I come from two families that are really strange. So yeah, these things. But that was like a really, really accurate psychic reading. Yeah. And that was the first truly accurate one I had ever had. And the other one was from an African woman. So mm-hmm. places where they don't like kill off all of their practitioners. Yeah. Have, have a jump on us. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it's sometimes they, I don't know. The U S is a weird place to be um, with all of kind of like the energy of its founding and, you know, going back, especially up here in, in this area, mm-hmm. although it's dissipated a lot with the Puritans and the the super duper religiosity, you know, they would drag Quakers in the streets here, like behind yeah. wagons. Yeah. You know, which just seems insane, like absolutely insane to me. Um, Quakers were just this next door to Satanists, uh, yeah. basically, which I don't understand like, that yeah. at all. Like, like I don't get it at all. And that was kind of funny because now that same church, they're the Congregational Church. They're really nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as good as the Unitarians who will let the pagans come in, but, you know, <laughs> be like, here's our right. pagan people. But <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, that kind of is diffused throughout our whole country. And you see these really, um, you know, especially growing up in Ohio, you know, you're pretty hitting kind of the Bible belt and mm-hmm. you have that stuff and, you know, keep a zip on it. Everybody keeps a zip on it. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. Even when we do have it, we're not allowed to tell people we have it. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that I find kind of weird and, and um, I've had, you know, heard a lot of people having the same kind of experience where you get made fun fun of for having it like this will happen to my family they'll make fun of me but who do they call when mm-hmm. minute something happens who do they call they call me yep yeah yep yeah it's very yeah. irritating yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah i still think i have something written on my forehead that glows certain people can see it, it says you know that one's a witch. Yeah. You know, even in culinary school, like one kid, he was from Philadelphia. He's African-American. He looked down at me. He's really tall. And I was sweeping and I, I brushed the, the broom close to his feet. And he, you know, he sort of backed up. He said, don't you brush that thing over my feet? And I said, oh, I can't do anything with this broom. My, my special one's at home. And he looked at me and then he looked down and he went, you got green eyes. And I said, yes, I do. Green eyed women, witches. Oh, <laughs> said, <"You're well."> ex- <laughs> guess what color my eyes are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, are you going to tell the story that you told me in email? Oh, with the owls. Oh yeah. I can yeah. Do that. Cause, cause I'm debating. Cause owls on have this- been just coming at me. Oh, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I was debating upon telling that one next, or or maybe I'll leave this really crazy story for last. Um, but I don't I don't know if I want to tell that one. I'll think about it. You can always come back. Yeah. Well, I 
I'm deciding whether or not I want that one to be for public consumption. <laughs> That's fair as well. Yeah. So um, the owl thing. So I was reading this, this like, I was, I think it was like last fall and I was reading Mike Clallan's book, the, the messengers. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll start with this part first. Um, and I'm reading this book and I usually, you know, I was reading it in bed at night and like here, like I talked about the animals live around here before. Like, you know, I'm used to hearing a lot of animals. We have barred owls here and they do make, they do make a lot of hoots and, you know, make a lot of noise in the fall because that's when they establish their territory and stuff. So, you know, I'm used to hearing them and, and hearing them a lot, mm -hmm. but I get to the part um, where he's talking about owls um, and, and shamanic practitioner people. I'm like kind of reading it going, okay, like kind of internal eye roll a little bit, like, okay, sure. And there was one, it was either right outside on, on the front steps or um, on the eaves of the house, did one of those hooty, really loud hooty trills that they do. This oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Whoa, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so loud. I was like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, all right, so that's real, <laughs> right? Like, fine. <laughs> I have an answer directly from the owl's mouth. <laughs> yes, all right. Quit, 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 you guys. But every time I pick up that book, it would be owls the entire time I read it, all night. The, the entire time I would read it, right? Oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> but I didn't finish reading it. So, um, I put it down for a while and then I'd heard him on another podcast and I heard him on your podcast. I'm like, well, you know, I should probably finish this book. Right. And, and so I, you know, I pick it up, of course, owls right away. And then the next day I'm, I'm, um, I'm out walking in the woods. Um, well, actually I was walking on a bike path, which is really unusual for me. Cause I don't, I don't like walking on the pavement. It, it makes my ankles hurt. Um, but I had, found this bike path and I could do some ceremony down by this river that I'm really getting connected with. And I had done that and that was really cool. And then I decided to take a longer walk on the bike path and I just kept getting like pushed off the pavement over in, into the grass. So I'm over into the grass and um, the land there kind of goes straight down to where there's a little rivulet that goes in, into the Blackstone river. And, and, and I just, I'm like, I'm like, I got to stop and I got to look and there's this gorgeous barred owl, like 10, 15 feet away on a tree branch, just taking a little nap. And I look at her and she turns and looks at me and she's like winking. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite winks. part. Yeah. Winks <laughs> like, hi. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So that was really cool. And she was so beautiful, so so serene. And then she like, turned her head back and went to sleep. And then I saw her again on the way back. She was still there and turned to look at me, you know, like say hi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, I came home and, like the next couple nights, over the next couple nights, I finished the book. It was all, all hooting, all owls. Like, no, but, all owls all yeah, the time all the time um several of them and then when i finished the book it's been really quiet so. 
don't read his other books then. No, no I don't actually, know. I'm kind of like, but... I kind of like, I want to, I'm like, I should get his other books now because I can hear the owls again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The, but that is one thing I've not, I've not seen any UFOs. I'm not like a UFO girl. And I, I guess hmm. that's okay. But it's Do you see re- any like lower level lights, smaller? But uh, that, I wonder if that's, if it's just where we live because it could be. It's kind of like not quite suburbia, not quite really, really rural. Um, yeah. But we didn't, um, and I didn't see anything like that when I lived in Ohio either. Um, we would hear a lot of weird stuff. Like we'd hear a lot of like quiet at night. There'd be like a low level murmur. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that continued. At one point in time, I um, hired somebody I knew to like clear my mom's property though. So that like that's gone like all that stuff's gone that's um, that's good well i i they kept wanting me to come visit and i couldn't i couldn't stay there anymore because it was non-stop poking tapping on yeah. the shoulder because you know yeah was, yeah like this is a few years ago i would lay in bed at one night it was there i was like this is kind of funny because i was always afraid in that house when i was little like terrified at night completely like I was like in the far side with the kid under the covers with the snorkel. That was totally me. Um, yeah. And here I was like still terrified at night, 45 years old. Like I'm old, right. An adult laying in bed going, I really have to pee, but I can't go to the bathroom right across the hall because I'm terrified in this house. I'm like it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a bunch of places. Have I ever been this terrified? No. Um, and Laying there thinking about it, I have to go pee and I'm terrified to go pee as, as, as I feel this cat jump on me and walk on me. There's no cat there. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. 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 Again, animal ghosts. Yep. They're real. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I was like, I'm getting your house clean, mom. So, so I can come visit. Yeah. Because so I'm not coming to visit till it's no. done. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, no, I could not. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't sleep there anymore. I become like too sensitive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm trying to think if there's anything. I think those are all like my big fun things. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to come back, you are always welcome to come back. All right. Oh, and if you ever, oh, go ahead. I can talk about gifting and ceremonies if, okay, if you like. yeah that's a good idea okay um because i'm like hey, I'm bouncing way far back now um because <clears throat> of working working with the fae and so like now especially with both my kids in college i have a lot a lot of, a lot more time than i used to which i've decided to spend hiking and walking in the woods um instead of carting them around to the, all their various things so that's been really awesome but what it ended up turning into is you have to walk at this place and take these trails and do this ceremony at this place. And then they give me a thing. Mm-hmm. Which I had not, it had just kind of organically happened. And once I started thinking about it, I'm like, this is awfully close to how people get the gifts from when they do with like Bigfoot gifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And 
it's been really funky because they will give me a specific type of thing. Like usually um, it's a piece of quartz, sometimes fairly small, sometimes big. Like I've come across like a fist sized quartz before that um, was just on the top of a rock that I've passed a bunch of times. Be like, oh, oh, that's that that's for me today. And I'm on my way out. So that means next time when I come, there's going to be a thing that I'm going to have to do. And there was. Mm -hmm. Um, this is like this particular, there's, you know, lots of really old mills up here in New England, like, um, from the 1800s, from the 1700s. And like, you would, it just looks like a tumble down bunch of rocks. Um, uh, sometimes, especially the elementals would kind of be trapped in there from when it was the millworks. Right. And I'm not exactly sure how that happens. Um, but part of like the, like when I got the big rock, the one time I was like, my, my next project was to unentrap them, to let them go so they could be on their way. Because it's not a mill anymore. It's just, right. Right. Um, so that's been interesting. And that's like really new. This has been like in the past month, month and a half, I've, I've been doing that. And it's been like really consistent. So I'm kind of curious to see how that, what that kind of turns into. But they're really adamant that I take the little pieces of rocks, little pieces of quartz. Yeah. I get in trouble if I don't. Well. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of tripping when you don't pick up the rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> One time I had to, like, go all the way down on a trail, do my thing, come all the way back up, take another trail to cut across to pick up the rock they didn't pick up because they wouldn't leave me alone about it. Pick up the rock, pick up the rock, pick up the rock. And I'm not like, you know, I'm not the obsessive compulsive type of personality. I'm like, whatever. So, <laughs> you know, I can get it next time. No. no yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, no, no. I'm like, fine. Um, like, I don't need to like break an ankle or anything. No, thanks. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how far afield I end up going and what all they want me to do. Is it seasons? It's going to be like a seasonal thing and all the time thing. I don't know. So, but I just was thinking when I was thinking about coming on to talk to you today and I was thinking about that and I was like, Oh, there's so much like that. Like if people talk about Bigfoot gifting and getting those things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, whatever you do, just do what they tell you to do. Yeah. And don't don't yeah, don't don't get smacked down onto the on nope. the pavement or some shit like <laughs> I did. Yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna follow in my footsteps that way. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's That's like, not a good idea. Like uh in in New England here, it's like if you're walking in the woods, you're walking on roots and rocks. So it's already like it's pretty yeah <laughs> i don't want to be like it's entirely sketchy but yeah it's really easy to accidentally hook a root and you're there you go yep 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 that down the hill yeah so yeah but very exciting mm -hmm. and you have yeah. lots of granite up there too so we do we have a lot of granite yeah it's very very full of granite up here so yeah awesome well, thank you for coming and talking with me. Thank oh. you for 
messaging me and emailing in the first place. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. It's it's fun to talk about this stuff. Well, you know? Like I said, you're welcome back. Maybe we can have a a witch conference or something and have a group of witchy shamanic practicing people together and that 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 share, would be really fun. Share techniques and let people listen in so you know they can learn. Yeah, especially as like the longer I work, the more I kind of end up in the bucket of folklore, cunning woman kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Hedge witch. Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Bonfasa. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You get like not, I know. I don't know. I was that was more of a, like a. I don't really have a tradition in my shamanic practice, but it was always way more, or I should say, way, way, way less new age than a lot of people I know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do what the spirits say. And that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you, Deb. Oh, thanks so much, Barbara. It's been really fun. I, it's it was great to talk with you awesome well that's all for this week's episode of the six degrees of john keel podcast if you have any questions or thoughts about the podcast or would like to come and talk about your experiences of the paranormal you can contact us at 6djk67 at gmail.com we promise to even answer you and we are always happy to hear from you thank you Thank you.